2: Hey
0: guys, it's the Hollywood Life Podcast. And we have so many juicy things to talk about today. Celebrities, they just can't stop doing stuff. We must discuss the Ariana and Mac Miller split, which started out kind of really nice. We're going to be friends and quickly devolved. And then another couple or exes, Britney Spears and Kevin Federline, Going to court over child support. And I have to say, I'm kind of with K Fed on this one. And then we are going to give you the latest on Khloe Kardashian and why she does not want to step foot back in LA. Plus, we've interviewed Angela Pavarnik, Angelina Pavarnik, um, who is turning up on Jersey Shore. Uh, tonight, and we did an exclusive interview with her, and we've got some really good juice. But I'm not alone here in my Hollywood Life podcast studio. I am here with our writer and on-air anchor, Ali Stagnita. How not you so
2: gorgeous. Look at your face. Look at what you're eating, for Christ's sake. Lay off me, I'm starving. Look at your face. You
3: think I'm cool? Hey guys, what's up? Uh, so happy to be here. It's such a beautiful day and it's almost Memorial Day weekend. Which I know. Means I'm, summer. I'm so
0: excited about that. Oh, me too. Because we've had the lousiest spring.
3: Lousiest spring and yeah. craziest Two weeks, past oh. two weeks. Oh my gosh, we've all been underwater with work.
0: I know. I can't believe that we're still awake after covering the Royal Wedding. Actually, we must discuss the Royal Wedding a little bit too. Yes, absolutely. Yes. Yes, we were. Um, Allie and I were up at 5 a.m. in front of the TVs and computers covering the Royal Wedding this Saturday. It was fabulous. Oh. Amazing. So beautiful. And then we were up very late Sunday night covering (laughs) the Billboard Awards and the first part of American Idol finale. And then we were up late the next night covering Miss Miss USA and the second part of Idol and the first part of The Voice. It has been nonstop.
3: I know. I mean, come on, TV gods. What are you doing? I know. Now we're going to have <laughs> nothing
0: left to watch.
3: Right. It's true. It's true until summer TV starts. Okay.
0: But somebody who didn't get up at 5 a.m. No, he didn't. And he didn't even offer and he didn't care about our suffering <gasps> at all was Gino, the producer.
2: Hey, Gino, the producer. dropping beats and drop that knowledge.
1: Yeah, I was I was very busy doing something else.
3: <laughs> did you record yourself Sleeping. saying that intro? <laughs>
1: yeah, that's an old one. That's from, like back from the old podcast days.
3: That's funny.
0: An
1: oldie but a goodie. Uh, yeah. Well, did, were you guys satisfied with? Was it everything you hoped it would be? It was it,
3: everything and more. And more. It exceeded my expectations Me too. completely. Yes. And I was originally not a fan of her. I must say, I was. I kind of wasn't sure if she was like thirsty for attention, and you know, has. Wanted this her whole life, kind of thing. But after seeing that and the look of love in their eyes, I was like, "Yep, these it's the this real is deal. the real deal." There could have she could have gotten married in a paper bag, and there could have been no one else in the room, and she wouldn't have cared. I liked I all the
1: memes, like the CVS receipt that was her train. Yeah, you know, like, <laughs> <laughs> it's
3: very long. Yes, I I agree.
0: I think she could have. She didn't care at uh-huh. all. It was just they were in love, and I thought it was just a remarkable. And beautiful wedding. Me too. And I loved the thought that went into it. Absolutely. The, the preacher, I think his name is Bishop Michael Curry, mm-hmm. that they brought from the States. He's an Episcopalian preacher at mm-hmm. uh, the head of the Episcopalian church. And I thought his his um, sermon about mm-hmm. the power of love was so moving and such a positive message and such a diss on Donald Trump.
3: Well, and also too, about loving I your
0: neighbors.
3: That it really showed Meghan Markle's hand in the wedding. She had a say in what happened. And she also used her, you know, she's half black. She used her mixed heritage um, and kind of embraced it in front of the royal it. family. And I thought that that was just so incredible. She, So Bishop Michael Curry, not only that, he was one of the first to perform same-sex marriage ceremonies in his church in the U.S. He's fabulous. I actually saw him on CNN him. last
0: night. He yeah. was on CNN talking. Apparently people want him to run for president. I say go for it, but he doesn't want to. He's not oh, interested. Oh no,
3: he's he's good at what he does, honestly. Um, and then she had the gospel choir yeah, that the King, sang "Stand by Me," King Kingdom Choir, Kingdom Choir, and then she had the 19-year-old cellist, the who is also black, um, perform at uh, as she signed the register, and he was. I mean it was just outstanding.
0: He was just so beautiful. He himself was so gorgeous. He is such but the a cutie. music he played three different pieces and people were blown away and he won um BBC Musician Young Musician of the Year award. Yeah. So yeah, it had very personal touches and I kept thinking Queen Elizabeth has never been to a wedding like this.
1: I, a lot of people in England and uh, even in the US who are on the left or progressives really think that the Royal family should be done away with. And it's a backwards tradition that we're elevating people who were born into this life of, of, of riches and esteem. But I, I have to say, I like the monarchy for a lot of different reasons. When I heard reporting this week that the monarchy actually pays for itself in tourism dollars, they generate more money. I would agree. They generate a I'm ton sure
0: that of they money do. in tourism. tourism.
1: Yeah, tourism and I mean, look just at the tourism
0: for the royal wedding.
1: And just swag. There's all there's all kinds of royal swag that they yeah. sell and it's actually it's actually sells really well. And then the other thing I like about it is that it it sets it's only I read also it's like thirty-five cents per English person a year out of their taxes. It's not a lot. And it also, I like how it kind of sets an example where we don't really have that in America, where <laughs> there's the, you know, the in the in Britain, the head of state and the political leadership are different. The head of state is the queen, and right. they their their point of their lives is to serve the people and to set an example. And we don't have that from our leaders. And also, they they do uphold certain traditions. However,
0: if anyone here who's listening watches The Crown. Queen Elizabeth and the royal family have really actually intervened to make sure that the British government served the people and took care of them. Like Queen Elizabeth intervened when um, after the Second World War, there's this terrible toxic fog in London. Yeah. Yes, and Winston, Winston Churchill was doing nothing. Yes, right. and he didn't want to shut down the factories which like were spewing out this toxic mix of chemicals, and people were dying. She insisted. That they shut them down, and during the war, like they stayed in London, they set an example for the people. Her father mm-hmm. served Her in father. the army, like was sort of the the head of the army, and really made courageous decisions and backed up Winston Churchill and his plan to fight the Nazis and yep. to do um, the rescue from Dunkirk.
3: Yes, and um, and even the Parliament wasn't right. supporting
0: Winston Churchill, who was the Prime Minister at the time.
3: Exactly, exactly. Her dad and um, Winston, they had that really odd relationship but then when Dunkirk happened, it was in that um Gary Oldman film um that he won Best Actor for. It was so
0: so good. So
3: good and it's amazing. The darkest that, hour the darkest hour. Um that relationship between but it's 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 a Kind of give and take relationship, which I like. I think that, it, you know, maybe we should have that. Well, the
1: fact that the royal family doesn't have to worry about re election, they can yeah. just yeah. search their conscience for what would be right for the people. And they can kind of speak their mind because they have this position that you they can't be taken out of. So they're, they, they're not at the whim of like campaign donors or like regular they politicians. They can't be bought. At least they're at really least, rich. Yes, in America, yeah, right. are always being bought by different lobbyists. Well, they really are now. And it's just, it's so I don't know. I, I kind of wish that we had, so our royalty is, I celebrities i guess but yeah. they, you know they're not they're not public servants in the same way
3: I feel like what the trumps are president right now right but the obamas are are royalty <laughs> the obamas who are going
0: to now be making tv documentaries and tv shows mm-hmm. just getting back though to the royal family like here's the thing they the queen takes her responsibilities very seriously yes. to serve the the people of the british empire and she learned that from her father who also was the same and really it really was between her father and the queen who's now 92 who have modernized and revolutionized the monarchy to make to keep it relevant because if they didn't stay relevant yes. and they didn't act in the best interests uh, or, or were perceived as acting in the best, best interests of the british people they would get rid of them yeah, mm-hmm. I agree. So they've charted this very interesting course, and they've been very sober about their behavior. It's not like you've got another Mad King George up there, right?
1: Right, and we, and you know, the, the, the kids all had their trouble. Like you remember when Prince Harry dressed as a Nazi? And, oh yes, and you know the, they've had their, you know, very ironic, and he married a bi- biracial woman. <laughs> but but like he was, you know, he was young, was a bit of an indiscretion. I think he understood why that was problematic. He was
0: drunk. And disturbed. I mean, he, but he, <laughs> he talks he, about that.
3: He had mental. He, yes. he was Struggling mentally. He had but, mental you know,
1: allergies. teenagers go through stuff and they make wacky decisions like that's just going to happen when you grow up in the in the public spotlight. But look what kind of man he's become as an adult. He was a helicopter exactly. pilot in Afghanistan. He's a war hero. Mm-hmm. He's a public servant in every way. And I think he represents the crown and his country like really well now. Yes,
0: yes he oh, learned. Okay. And he's talked about that. He and has I, talked about how also he Also, I love, mistakes. I also
1: love Prince William because he just, <laughs> he was so, he was such a, I don't know if, Allie, you remember, maybe you were too young, but he was such a heartthrob as a teenager. Oh,
3: yeah. He, he was a full head of he hair. He was on the cover of,
1: <laughs> he was on the cover of Tiger, B like every, <laughs> Tiger at, Beat, like every, Tiger Beat. Because that was back in the day when like yeah. the celebrity news was on these magazines, you know. And it, he, but then as an adult, he went bald and <laughs> Well, I think he's still cute. He did it so gracefully. It must have been kind of hard to go from, from, you know, going from being like this teen heartthrob to like being, I don't know, just uh, bald
3: Bald at 25.
0: Yes. Yes.
1: (laughs) But here's what I want to
0: say about William is that he, first of all, Princess Diana did a fabulous job of raising these two sons and giving them a lot of love and giving them a sense of purpose because they could have no sense of purpose even though William is going to one day be king it's probably not going to be till he's 70 years old Like, well maybe younger because nah, that's yeah. true because Prince Charles is going to have to he's wait he's 70 already. yeah he's going to probably have to wait another like 3, 4, 5 years because the, the royal family honestly. they live a long time Charles is
1: already 69 yeah
0: wow they just so, 70th. so he will get to be a younger king but he's still going to wait a long time so he could have not he could have felt he didn't have a sense of purpose Diana gave both her sons because Harry's the spare a sense of purpose which is really important because you know you see a lot of very wealthy people and sons and daughters wealthy people throwing their lives away and Mm -hmm. and drugs and drinking and you know they they ruin their lives and neither of these sons did and William was his mother's um, confidant even though he was only like 14 years old and he really was protective about Harry they're very close and look at he t. Looked at the mistakes of his parents' marriage, and he made sure to marry a woman that truly he loved. There was mutual love, mutual respect, mutual support, and they decided to be hands-on parents, not like his own father, who Mm -hmm. really wasn't. And he chose Kate Middleton, who was his best friend to marry. Yeah. So he made, like, really wise decisions.
3: And I think Kate definitely has that Diana aspect to her where her kids will be raised kind of Oh, they are within being raised. Exactly. Within, you know, her parameters and how on. they should be and with and the purpose. And they even did that when they put in the rule that even if they have a girl or a boy, they will be next in line to the throne. Right. It will not matter what their gender is. What their sex is. This yeah.
1: is uh, you guys want to hear like a funny aside on this, that there's a Kardashian connection to all this. Yes, there we is. We were hearing exclusively this week that Chloe has been joking in private that she wants baby True <laughs> to be engaged to Prince George, who's, who's Prince William's oldest son. Now, can you guys clear that up for me? If Let's say that Prince William does ascend to the throne. He will. Uh, he will. Wouldn't then his oldest son, Prince, Prince George, be the future king? That's right. And if Prince George did become queen and he did marry... King. King. Gonna sorry, been- king. Well, was, you never know. I was trying to... Yeah. Hey, they're, they're, they're evolving yeah. with the times. Yeah. Let's not make these crowns gender specific. Um, yeah. So if Prince William did ascend to the throne and then he passed it off to his son, wouldn't his son, whoever his son is married to, be queen?
0: Yeah. Yeah. Well, they're, they're, but they, I don't think they don't make them queen. Like Queen Elizabeth's husband is Prince Philip. He's not King Philip. But the other and way around
1: works, though, right?
0: No. So Prince William, Kate Middleton will never be queen. I guess she'll be princess something. So if Prince George marries True, she'll be princess. I don't think she's going to... She's not going to be queen. Yeah. You can only have a king
1: or a queen. Mm-hmm.
0: They don't do... They it's don't the do a line.
1: duel. Why? Because right. why, back in the day, they. I, I've been watching The Tudors, which is like uh, oh. that Showtime's... The trashy Showtime series. Oh, my God. Series. The
0: Tudors was fabulous. It's so good. It's so, so good. good. It's
1: so juicy. And so it's a great soap opera. And whoever... Um, Henry Henry VIII would marry would be the queen. And then when they would arrange marriages, like when he sent his sister off to uh, Portugal to marry the king of Portugal, then his sister was the queen of Portugal. So right. it used to be that way. It's-
0: I know. We have to get out our history books and look up when I they decided to not make this spouse a king or queen, too.
1: Maybe it was just too volatile, because like, you could elevate anyone to queen just by marrying them, and then the the crown is no longer really in the family, if... You know, right. It could not be. You know, if that's it, what happens. That's yeah. why they
3: just make it the bloodline now. Yeah, I'm yeah. sure, because because if he dies, she, she right you know, suddenly she's the queen like like,
1: queen. Like, <laughs> like so he, there could be a scenario where suddenly Meghan Markle is queen if that was allowed right, <laughs> right. and then suddenly it's Meghan Markle's family. No, no, the- no.
0: But it's not. It, it would never pass like through her. Like it exactly. would have to be her child that would be the neck that she had with the
1: actual king right like but i think that's king why harry why, i think that's why they have the rule though <laughs> exactly so it, that can't happen but
0: well anyway. we will look that up <laughs> offline okay now do we get any reviews this week
1: Oh, stall for me. Let me.
0: Okay. So um, I do think, though, that it was a fabulous wedding. And I think that it was like a true partnership, marriage of partnership. Yeah. And I really think Kate and William have a marriage of partnership. And I think they took the first steps to Mm -hmm. really doing a more modern wedding that Mm -hmm. was clearly a love match. Absolutely. Um,
3: And, you know. Oh, you know what else,
0: though? I loved how there were also like, just like for William and Kate, there were references to Diana in this wedding.
3: Through out. Absolutely. I mean, first and foremost, the forget me nots, which were her favorite flower and Harry handpicked them in the Kensington Palace Gardens. And then there was also um, the aquamarine ring that Meghan wore that was apparently actually a gift from Harry, a wedding gift from Harry, um, but it was Diana's ring. And
0: there were also roses in her bouquet, and they mm-hmm. were white roses. White roses were very much her favorite. And then they said one of her favorite psalms. Her sister read it.
3: Yes, um, her sister read it. And then they also, and did which the, was again
0: including her by having her right. sister as part of the wedding. And they sang and all the her hymn. siblings, all of Princess Diana's siblings, were at the wedding. Yeah,
3: they sang the hymn at her that was sung at her funeral, and that's when Harry got pretty yeah, emotional. He the, teared up. Oh, guide me, great Redeemer, thy great Redeemer. Listen, I'm.
0: Sh- I'm sure, you know, he, he has said, you know, he really bottled up his feelings mm-hmm. for years and years. And that's one of the reasons he got into such emotional trouble. Absolutely. He bottled up his feelings of grief. Absolutely. Uh- I'm sorry to announce no new reviews. Oh, guys, come on. Send us some reviews and some ratings. We had a good one a couple weeks ago. We did. We had a sort of a a few weeks in a row there with some nice reviews.
1: You know what's hard to get reviews? Because this is a little bit in the weeds, but on the app, on the iTunes app, it's like really confusing how to get to the review section on your phone. It's like a bunch of different clicks. It's hard to do. iTunes needs to make this easier for people. So Come on, iTunes. Come on, iTunes. I blame them. It's not our wonderful listeners who would do this for us if iTunes would only make it easier
0: i agree but um okay let's dive into some not as happy news as the wedding um ariana grande and mac miller split sorry, after two years ariana i have to ariana her fans go crazy ariana about ariana okay
3: <laughs>
0: ali's making a face
3: everybody knows i mispronounced no i'm really bad at it too and i do know that the wrath of i can fans. i
1: can never remember zendaya said
3: Zend- oh i remember zendaya because of that one video i did where i called her zendaya through the whole thing Ugh. and then we've compiled it, zendaya, it all together oh, my God. <laughs> it was so
1: funny. i've even met her many times over the years and i just still mess it up i, I just it is zendaya it's not it's zendaya, zendaya.
3: like zenslayer you- that's what i think about. okay guys okay. let's get back to
1: <laughs> ariana
3: Ariana.
1: Ariana.
0: Okay. So they split and, you know, it was very much like supposedly mutual and they're going to be friends and, you know, one of those very um, innocuous kind of. Yeah. Announcements.
1: TMZ released a uh, story that it was because of conflicting schedules, Bonnie, which is, we, as we all know, always a lie. <laughs> yes.
0: Okay. So then Hollywood Life actually had a really good insider scoop that uh, that they, that was not the reason for the split. And as we know, um, Mac Miller like I think the week after the split or later in the week, he crashed a car into a tree and thank God he wasn't hurt or that anyone else wasn't hurt or his passenger, his friend wasn't hurt happened like kind of in the middle of the night. And he then abandoned the scene of the car crash, ran to his house and was later, Apprehended by the police and arrested and charged with a DUI. So, and anyway, we should say
1: his blood alcohol level was twice the legal limit of the state of California. Terrible, 0.15. So I
0: mean, thank God he didn't hit hit anybody and hurt them because.
3: Right. Or- Himself. Yeah.
0: So then we found out from a really good source that that's one of the reasons they split, that he had these issues and that Ariana was tired of dealing with them and just couldn't hold him together anymore. And lo and behold, a couple days later, she actually went and released a tweet saying, um, how absurd that you minimize female self-respect and self-worth by saying someone should stay oh this is responding to fans who said she she should have stayed and helped him should stay in a toxic relationship because he wrote an album about them which by the way isn't the case um, just Cinderella's about me I'm not really sure what that means just one song on the. oh okay I get it I get it okay so just one song I am not a babysitter or a mother and no woman should feel that they need to be I have cared cared for him and tried to support his sobriety and prayed for his balance for years, and always will, of course. But shaming slash blaming women for a man's inability to keep his shit together is a very major problem. Let's please stop doing that. Of course, I didn't share about how hard or scary it was. while it was happening, but it was. I will continue to pray from the bottom of my heart that he figures it all out, and that any other woman in this position does as well. So I think this was a really great statement. Really? I do, yes, because she is absolutely right. A person who has drug or alcohol issues, they need to change themselves. They can't, you, you can't change them. You can't oh, force them to I change. Agree, I agree with that part. They have to take it upon themselves to get to not just get their own help, I mean, because there's lots of help out there. You know, AA is a really wonderful organization and it's really easy to just join, go to a meeting and start. And it really helps people. And But it's up to you to do it. Nobody, nobody gets sober unless they want to get sober. And and it cutting, can't
1: she can't be blamed. Cutting him off is the good thing. I've been watching so much intervention lately. I've, I've fallen in love with that show once again. And you see these people who are addicted to whatever it is, and they always have this support system of people who are helping them stay in the addiction. They're living in their parents' basement, or they have grandparents who let they got kicked out of every other house that they could possibly live at, and then they're like, you know, taking advantage of the grandparents who are giving them money or giving them free room and board. It's just so Ariana getting out out of this I think was really big for both her and Mac because she you cannot so you got to draw a hard line I've had addiction with people in my family you know very close to me and I think a lot of people dealt with this and the only way is to give people an ultimatum you cannot be a part of their disease or else you become an enabler yes exactly
0: Yes, so, and I think that, um, I think it was, good of her to speak out to people who were trying to shame her and saying it's her fault and she should have stayed with him. She's a young woman. She's got a life to live. He has to take responsibility for his own life. And so good for her for putting that out there. And anyone else, like any of you, if you're listening and you
1: are in a toxic relationship like that, I think you need to follow her advice. But here's where I think the statement went a little wrong. I, I don't think people were talking that much about how she should have stayed with Mac Miller. I think this. I think
0: that, she was hearing that
1: absolutely I think she was hearing it but this is something that happens on Twitter the internet and Twitter specifically all the time is people really focus on the negative comments they get and then they feel like they have to react to that and their reaction actually becomes 10 times bigger than whatever troll activity was was really happening on Twitter like the fact that she released the statement which kind of throws Mac under the bus about his addiction issues that I'm sure he would like to keep listen, private
0: he threw himself under the bus he got himself in a car crash he got arrested
1: no I I, I agree I don't feel I listen I I'm not shedding any tears for Mac Miller, but I just think she's probably not judging the situation accurately. If she feels like she has to respond to trolls on Twitter.
0: Yeah, she has. I think she feels a responsibility to her fans. She's got millions of fans out there. And listen, our Ariana has had a very rough year. It is just the anniversary. We just passed it of the shooting at her Manchester concert in which like a dozen of her fans died. Yeah. I mean, this is a lot. And he was there to support her. But she's had a tough emotional year, too. Yeah.
1: Well, she's all already also moved on. We hear... We've seen her out with SNL's Pete Davidson, who himself just came off a big split. So... Oh, and this is the other thing we heard well, exclusively. He's sober. Yes. He's also sober. He's, now. He's been talking yes. about it on, on Complex recently. And what's what's kind of interesting is... So they got together, but we hear exclusively that Mac is like suspicious of how soon this is coming on the heels of his split, split with Ariana, and sh- and Mac is suspicious that Ariana was cheating on him with Pete.
0: Well, I'm not surprised that he'd be suspicious because even if that didn't happen, listen, they're they also all these people travel a lot. Like Ariana travels a lot. Like she probably wasn't with Mac Miller a lot. Who knows? We don't even know when they actually, they may not have been together for a while and maybe it wasn't official, but they weren't really together. And you know what? Who cares? They're like 20 something years old. And if she was winding down with him and she's, I don't care if she started seeing Pete a little bit, but I'm more concerned that Pete also has substance abuse issues in his past. And maybe he's sober now, but, maybe that's not the best person to be involved with. He's like pretty
1: newly sober though. You know what I mean?
0: Like when she's just gone through that.
1: And we, we actually did hear that Ariana and Mac actually split back in April. So it wasn't as recent as you see,
3: you see,
0: yeah,
1: exactly. So there's more time.
3: Um, before we go on to our next, um, there's some breaking news that just came in that Hollywood's writing. Um, Morgan Freeman was just accused by eight women of homosexuality. Oh, sexual no. God. God. Oh, um, And no. wait, I haven't even eight gotten by to By eight best women part. of what? Um, this, of what? Wait, say that again. Hold on. This, eight women of what? Eight women. This investigation was actually run by um, Chloe Malas and just broke by her. And it was actually started when he assaulted her. <gasps> really? Um, yes. So, or harassed her. Um, so this re- truly just wait, came through. So wait,
0: eight, he is accused He's of?
3: accused of inappropriate behavior and harassment by eight women in a CNN investigative report led by Chloe Malas, who used to work here at Hollywood Life. I'm sorry um, to hear, though, that he molested her. Or harassed. Um, but she says that he... She went to interview him at a press junket for Going in Style. Uh, she was six months pregnant at the time and in a room full of people, including his co-stars. she He shook her hand, not letting go, repeatedly looking her up and down, saying, I wish I was there. And Ew. he said, you are ripe. Ew. And again, a camera caught him saying again, boy, do I wish I was there.
0: Ew. Um, so he is... Accused. I wonder if that was her camera, like the CNN right. camera.
3: Um. So this is, you know, I think that we... You know, it's it's Morgan Freeman.
0: Well, and the weird thing, of course, is that he was also accused or there was suggestion that he was involved with his step-granddaughter, like not blood related, but that his step-granddaughter who was murdered had had an affair with him.
1: Mm -hmm. I I would want to tread carefully with this. Chloe used to be our on-camera host here at Hollywood Life, and then she moved on to CNN. But... I mean, I haven't t- had time to read this whole story, but um, I mean, that sounds like he was being creepy, but I'm worried that the, the part of the problem with the Me Too movement is that all complaints, all like anything that has to do with anything, sexual harassment, all get lumped into one single bin and that Morgan Freeman is going to be now tossed into the Harvey Weinstein bin and there's degrees of, of bad behavior, right? And if what... This article alleges is true with regards to Chloe. You know, that is much different from the behavior we heard from Louis C.K. or any of these other people. Now, I've lost my ability to be shocked at this point by the disgusting behavior of men in this industry. But... Still want to, you know, maybe reserve judgment. We haven't heard. We haven't heard from Morgan Freeman yet.
3: Something that people also are saying in response to this is that he's a very touchy person as well. Like just in general. I mean, he kissed his co-star in the mouth when he accepted his Golden Globe Award just because it was what he does. Um,
1: Like that's that's Morgan. But people used to say that about Harvey.
3: Right. Um, They spoke to 16 people. Seven described um, allegations of harassment or inappropriate behavior. Um, Well,
0: they're saying one production young production assistant is claiming that she was on set and that Morgan Freeman she was working on set kept trying to lift up my skirt and asking if I was wearing underwear. He never successfully lifted her skirt she said he would touch it and try and lift it but she'd move away and then he would try again and eventually Alan Arkin another actor on set made a comment telling him to stop and he freaked out. So they've got a number of people who he's worked with saying that he would comment, he would comment on our bodies. We knew that if he was coming by not to wear any top that would show our breasts, not to wear anything that would show our bottoms, meaning not wearing clothes that were fitted, she said. He's 80.
3: He's 80.
0: Well, I guess, listen, it it goes to show, well, I guess it allegedly goes to show that... Men's sex drives, they don't end even when if, they're uh, 80. <laughs> even if the
1: old, uh, you know what, isn't really working, you still have that. Well, ma- it could still be working. Men have fathered
0: children at 80.
1: Yeah. Well, I, I mean, I don't I don't really know about that. But remember what we heard about George H.W. Bush was doing sort of in yep. his senility. He was calling himself. What is that nickname he had
2: for himself? Oh, yeah.
1: Did you guys see that allegation maybe just last week, like i think it was dylan sprouse came out and accused jared leto of sliding into the dms of models who were like 18 to 25 i think what happened in that situation is dylan found out that jared was like hitting on someone that he had dated and then he got pissed and he lashed out on twitter and accused jared leto of being a creeper and
3: yeah but those things don't stick like, that has not stuck. That is, you know, it was a people big, realize it. It
1: was a big story for, for a week or so, and Jared Leto never responded. But it's like, I'm just worried that everyone is, tr- like, trying to weaponize people's, well, like, sexual or flirty behavior against them.
3: With this Chloe thing, in the article, they say that they reached out to Warner Brothers, w- who did the junket, for... Um, comment and they said, yes, it is on video that he said these comments to her and they had no further comment. So, I mean, there's evidence that he did do this and say this to her.
1: I'd like to see the evidence rather than just hear that there is evidence. Well, they you know? talked
0: to 16 people they said, um, some of whom were
1: witnesses, others, I think eight were were made allegations. There's a f- famous saying uh, among you know prosecutors who do like, big investigations like Give me the investigation, I'll show you the crime. It's kind of like if you dig into anyone's behavior deep enough, d- do we all not have things that we regret or that should have done better? Like, especially at 80 years old when you're literally from a different time and a different generation. But it
3: doesn't excuse it.
1: No. I and also,
0: it says that this was
1: over the last 10 years.
0: That four people who worked in production capacities on movie sets with Freeman over the last 10 years described him as repeatedly behaving in ways that made women feel uncomfortable at work. Two, including the production's assistant on Going In Style, whose skirt he allegedly attempted to lift, said Freeman subjected them to unwanted touching. Three said he made public comments about women's clothing or bodies, but they all didn't report his
1: behavior because they feared for his job for
0: their jobs
1: the last time i ran into chloe at a carpet event she told me that this was coming she said she had a big scoop coming out that she was doing an investigation and they'll hold me to a situation and and that she had a bomb to drop this is obviously what she was talking about
0: cnn is not going to mess around with making accusations about a very very uh, well-known actor loved. he's and, loved yeah loved actor without totally vetting this and having i mean they've got eight women We'll see what happens. And I think that now, again, like with a lot of these other reports, once one came out, like this report with these eight women, other women could come forward. So we're just going to have to see. Let's um, just wrap up by talking a little bit about Khloe Kardashian and where she's at because um, we need to, uh, we've been talking for a long time with that unexpected news. um, Let's just talk about how Khloe is afraid to go back to LA, apparently, um, because she doesn't have her post baby body back yet and she feels a lot of pressure in LA to look perfect and i think that's really sad yeah. that she feels that
3: i know that's like the la la thing That's why I hated
1: it there. She was at the the last two Cavs home game though. So she wasn't averse to going out in public and she looked pretty good. I thought I thought she looked fabulous. Yeah. She
3: has like a flat tummy already. I mean, she's like working out, get hit in the gym. People were,
1: people were stalking her though. Like I, I was thinking she responded to that fan who like, was spent the whole game taking selfies, trying to get selfies with Chloe, and then she clapped back at that fan on Twitter. I think, calling him pathetic for not watching the game and just being obsessed with getting a, a picture with her. So yeah, she's been
3: a super feisty mama.
1: Yeah, she has been feisty, um, and you know, she she has been also standing up for Tristan against her family because her the Kardashians are not supporting her being with Tristan still, especially Kim. Really thinks that this is unforgivable, and there, we hear that Chloe and Kim have been fighting a lot, and it's getting kind of heated between them because Kim refuses to support Chloe's decision to stay with Tristan.
0: Um, well, listen, I understand Kim's point of view, and Absolutely. she really she is she is standing up for her sister, and she doesn't want to see her sister um, accept less than what she should accept and after already been through being through a relationship a marriage with lamar who cheated on her and had horrible substance abuse issues and who she literally had to save from his deathbed so i am with kim on this on the other hand chloe's a grown woman and she has to make her own decisions and she just had a baby she had a
3: baby with him and
0: i think
2: um That's stamps.com. Code program.
0: Listen, she wants to give him a second chance. She'll see soon enough whether or not he warrants that. And let's just wish her the best at this time. And, uh, eh, Chloe, don't feel bad about going back to L.A. and having to feel perfect Nobody looks perfect after they have a baby. I mean, no. I sure didn't. I still have my baby tummy and my last kid was born uh, 17 years ago. So <laughs> I've never lost that dummy thing. So I anyway,
1: like, I feel like maybe, though, just quickly, that maybe Chloe giving Tristan the second chance could maybe even be good for him and her. I think Tristan was out of control partying and not focusing. His play fell off a cliff. Over the past couple of years, and I think we see why. And then suddenly in these playoffs, he has been playing amazingly. And I think probably part of the reason is he's focused and he's actually trying now. He's trying to win back the good graces of his team and Chloe. And he's not out all night partying. And he, have some, he has something to prove. And he has been proving it on the court. In game three, he had a double-double. He had a huge block shots. He was a huge part of the reason that the Cavs evened the series back to 2-2. They lost last night uh, really big. But um, the, the series is not over and they are in this series. They could go to the finals and a okay, lot of Cavs, it is because of Tristan. I, yeah.
0: Come on, Tristan. Come on, LeBron. Come on. LeBron. Come on, Cavs. I want you to get into the finals again. Who would be so exciting? Yeah. Okay. Well, on that note, we got to wrap up. So um, Hollywood Life first. We didn't get to tell you about Angelina on Jersey Shore. We got a fabulous interview. She was so frank, told us so much scoop. But we're posting that tomorrow. So tune in Friday to our Hollywood Life podcast with Angelina Pavarnik. Come to the site. We'll have all the Morgan Freeman news, all the Chloe news, Ariana news, and more. Talk to you next week. Bye.